Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe and get involved. Hey guys, welcome back to Question This Life. If this is the first time you're tuning in, then thank you very much for finding the show. And it's great to have you here. It's really cool that you found this podcast amongst the millions of podcasts that there are out there in the world. Take a moment to look through the previous episodes of the show. And you can see in the show notes, which are always very detailed, what kind of topics have been discussed. So the majority of episodes are solo episodes with myself, your host. There's a few of them with some interesting, weird and wonderful people from my life, some interviews and uh, long form conversations. And uh, as you can see, there's a whole range of topics that get discussed regularly on this show, including a lot of esoteric things, a lot of symbolism subjects, lucid dreams, lost ancient high technology, financial freedom, setting up your own business, growing your own income streams. More recently, there's been a lot of focus on um, personality, finding yourself, getting out of your own way. And I look at all of these topics through the lens of my personal life. And I try always to be as honest and real with you guys, the listeners, as possible. So everything that I'm saying to you is coming from a normal guy. I'm just an average dude. I perform stand-up. I do uh, a lot of freelance work. I'm an independent contractor for a whole bunch of stuff in content creation. And uh, I'm just very, very passionate about all of these subjects and ancient history and the mysteries of the past and how it all ties together with our day-to-day lives, what kind of learnings we can take from ancient teachings today and I love uh, talking about this stuff and sharing this stuff and also it helps me a lot in my life to put the things that I'm learning into practice and to talk about them and to ruminate over them here on the show with you. So I'm very happy that you're here and if you are a recurring listener, someone who's listened to the show before, you're tuning in for another episode, that is hugely appreciated. Thank you so much. It's great to have you back. Anyone who's listening to this could be listening to any of literally hundreds of millions of podcasts available online now. And for whatever reason, you've come across this one. And that means a hell of a lot to me. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoy this content. So with that in mind, let's start this week's episode. So a common theme that's been discussed on the last few weeks is this idea of getting in your own way and how to prevent that from happening, what that actually really means, what it means to be yourself, what it means to allow yourself to come out into the world, what it means to be confident, to find your voice, to trust your judgment, all of these things that are very difficult to do for some people. I find it very hard. Um, There are certain things that I find easier than others when we're talking about these subjects. And 
I remember in last week's episode, I actually spoke a little bit about how we create stories in our mind and just how powerful a tool our mind and imagination is. And if you link your mind and imagination with the power of memory, the stuff that you remember, whether it's a a good memory or a bad memory or a well-remembered memory or something that you're kind of... uh, recategorizing in your brain and making it mean something all of those things together come to make this cocktail that can cause a lot of worry and and grief and pain in the moment so i spoke a little bit about an issue that i had uh recently where i posted something on social media and i have no ties to any of the people who i grew up with on social media i deleted all of my Um, social accounts a long time ago and it's only in the last few years since I've been doing things online in terms of working and performing and so on and needing to promote um, and market my services and also uh, comedy shows and events and all this kind of stuff that I actually created some social channels to do just specifically that. So I don't use any of the social media tools that I have uh, socially Coincidentally, funnily enough, I don't have any um, like personal accounts or anything like that. They're all business pages and um, things that have a purpose. But I saw um, someone had seen a story of mine and it was a name that I remembered from the past. And it was a name that was that belonged to someone who I don't remember much about. But I just remember that that name was in a group of people who weren't very nice to me at a time. Um, in my childhood and this kind of uh, this really sort of hit me in a weird way like in a a weirdly unexpected way I was really uh, kind of I don't know it made me feel really negative it made me feel scrutinized and watched and for for a moment I put myself I kind of allowed that damaged inner child to come to the top and to to worry and to think oh god like um you know, what does that person think of me? What What does what what this mean in terms of um, where I was then, where I am now? How, like, uh, how, why did they search for me? How did they find me? Why are they looking at my stuff? Do you know what I mean? So I, all of these kind of thoughts kind of came through my head. And I made this whole podcast episode about it, how um, the last episode of the show, how, you know, I really... Uh, I had to kind of come to terms with that and to to realize that it's absolutely nothing to worry about. Like all, I played out all the different scenarios in the episode. I said how if if it is someone from the past who's found me, then, you know, they're probably uh, like, you, you know, searching for good or bad reasons to find people from their past. And that's there the thing. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with me. And whoever this person is, if they build up an opinion of who I am now and what I'm doing, then again, that's absolutely none of my business. Of course, when you put yourself out there and you build up a presence online for anything, you're going to be seen by people. And some of the people might be people who knew you when in the past. Now, I feel a little bit silly, I must say, because it's when I had when I finished that episode last week and I, I put the microphone down, I was thinking, and I was ruminating, I realized something really silly. You're not going to believe this. But I think 
all of that story, that whole journey of worry and what's going on and what does it mean, da da da, the whole thing was pointless. And not just because it's pointless in general, but because, wait for it, I think it was the wrong name. It wasn't even the name that I remember from my childhood. The person who landed on my uh, social media very likely wasn't even someone who's ever known me. wasn't even someone who's, who's, uh, whose name has any relation to me. It was just similar. It was a similar name. And then it's, you know, everything I said last week stands, but it's even more ridiculous. And it makes me understand that it's even more silly to worry because... It wasn't even the right name. It wasn't even someone from my past. It was probably just some random person who's popped up on my thing. And then I've made a huge rigmarole about the whole thing and how it's, uh, how, and it affected me, you know, a little bit uh, in the short term, just for that, for that time while the, 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 the negative thinking and stuff was running around in my head. And it's not something that happens often, but I was I was quite unhappy at that time in my life, so I think I do have some residual pain or um, you know memories there that that need to be even more uh, that I need to come to terms with even more than I already have, and yeah, it made me feel a little bit silly and a little bit um, childish, I guess, a little bit uh, immature to allow those silly things to just kind of take over but that's what it is man that's what's being human and uh these things come and go they they will happen all the time it will happen again i will get in a little bit of a tiz in my mind because i think that's just a typical thing about being a human so again all of the stuff that i said uh last week and so far this week stands i do feel like certain things can for lack of a better word trigger you and make you feel like you uh, are back in that moment feeling those sensations and those sadnesses of the past. But ultimately, you we have control over how we're feeling in the moment. We have control over whether or not we allow things to uh, settle in and to let that kind of dread settle in. Or if perhaps you go and do some exercise or go and write a story or record a podcast or get on with it or... Um, you know, write about what it is that you're feeling and really kind of drill down on it. And it was that writing process that helped me. That's that's what actually helped me was to really kind of write, what is it that, that is upsetting me about this? Why am I worried about, first of all, anyone seeing my stuff online? Because I've, I'm a particularly public person. Everything is, is, is up there. So why suddenly now, this one moment, do I have this little bit of a worry just because I've seen a name from my past? You know, pe- people from my past are going to see stuff. It's all, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone who I've told about what I'm doing now with my life, who uh, I have a friendship with, or who I love, or loves me, or whatever, friends, family, people from the past, everyone is super encouraging, super on board with what I'm doing. They respect it, they love it, and that's all that matters. Is like I'm respecting and loving what's going on. And so are the people close to me and around me. And everyone is supportive and they want the best to happen. So there's no room in there for negativity. The idea is just not to allow it to sink its claws. Because it wants to all the time. There's this constant idea of you're not good enough. You're, you're, you, you, you know, the, the damaged 
child within you is who you are. You know, we all have a, a, a damaged part of us. We all have insecurities and worries and traumas and problems that we had in the past. And it really is a question of perspective. Because if you don't look at those things through the lens of growth and time and learning and you just look at them as pain and suffering and trauma, then of course you're going to be depressed. Of course you're going to have a, a bad time. But if you compare your life to people who truly, truly do have it unbelievably tough, there are circumstances on this world that people are living in that we have absolutely no comprehension of just how challenging and difficult and intense and painful they are. So that helps me as well to, to realize like these doubts and stuff that creep into your mind are just so stifling and unnecessary and and you can you can talk them down i you can almost treat those negative feelings and those negative voices as a nagging annoying little voice that you can actually tell in your mind to to go away and to not that it has no power just to give it no power if you don't give those thoughts the power if you just write them out and then face them and look at them and read them and ruminate over them and understand why they're there understand what they're trying to say usually almost every single time that I've done that I've managed to dissect it and to get into it and to understand where it comes from what it actually means and why it's actually still there what unresolved thing do I have in my uh, in my psyche or in my experience that is influencing my present day negatively. This thing can also be a positive. You know, you can often um, reminisce about things positively and think, wow, that was a, a, a really great time in the past. And uh, that's okay too. You know, it's not, I, I'm, it's not about not, it's not about shutting the book and never looking at it and bottling things up. It's more about allowing it to come up, talking about it, mentioning it, writing about it, maybe confiding in a friend or a loved one or a partner and and just kind of, you know, facing things and, and taking them for what they are, taking them for face value. So um, I feel like I wanted to share that with you guys because, yeah, I did feel quite silly when I realized it was a, uh, a mistaken name and that whole little tiz I put myself was in was over nothing. So um, lesson learned, very useful, and I'm going to be extremely mindful of that in the future. Pressing on, doing my thing, continuing with all of the stuff that's going on, and not allowing the uh, ever-present doubt and negative thinking that is part of the human psyche to take grip or to have any kind of influence on what I'm doing. So that was a, um, a little bit of a, a personal incident and a series of uh, thoughts that I've been kind of uh, dealing with and uh, dissecting recently. So I hope that's somewhat useful or interesting for you guys to hear. And uh, apart from that, what else is going on? There's been a lot of great progress in things that I've mentioned a lot as well on the show. I talked about a comedy game show, which I've started to run, as well as 
covering some hosting spots for a few other shows of some friends, running my own show in uh, a few nights a week, and also, generally speaking, performing a lot on other people's shows and doing a lot of sets and really getting to a point where I'm so much more comfortable on stage. So the general summary for all of that from all of that is it's all progressing really well. It's going at exactly the pace it needs to go. I'm able to perform most days at the moment based on the current um, situation where I live. Uh, there's been good audiences. The other comedians have also been, uh, there's been, you know, there's, there's lots of people who are doing it in the city where I am and it's a really buzzing scene at the moment. Everything is really cool. And I spoke about this as well a little bit recently, not on the last episode, but a few episodes before. So I want to give a little bit of an update. This idea of finding yourself on stage and finding your voice and being comfortable with who you are and remembering that when you're up there performing, you're, uh, even the fact that you're up there is interesting to some people. If you have a little audience there, you don't, you don't have to force yourself and to go crazy in order to elicit a positive reaction or an interested reaction from the audience. Just the fact that you're up there is interesting. So, just being yourself and trying not to allow mental blocks and stuff to to come in your way and just allow yourself to really come out and push out into the into the room into the audience has been something that's really helped me like really quite quite intensely i've found myself very often in conversation with the audience so really kind of building up a uh, a vibe in the show starting off very uh friendly and open and and like this is a a, a conversation rather than this is you know i'm on this pedestal and you are all the audience trying to kind of break down that wall a little bit and it's helped so much it's i've noticed that when when i do that it makes the audience feel more comfortable it makes me feel more comfortable the audience knows that they're not about to have a person just preach at them for five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. They know that this person has gone up on stage and because I've said, you know, how are you doing? Hello, how are you, my friend? What's your name? Da, da, da. You know, you start to get the ball rolling with them individually, just a few of them. And then you move on to your material or your new jokes, your old jokes things come up in conversation as you're kind of speaking to them and all of that is has made my first of all it's it's way more enjoyable it's made the whole process of doing stand-up comedy and running shows very very enjoyable more enjoyable than I've ever felt it really since the very beginning I had the uh, the the buzz of doing it for the first time when I first started which which lasted a few shows and then this is now my the second favorite time so far since I've been doing it for a few years now. Um, it's it's this realization that I don't need to have every single word perfectly planned, and I, I don't need to control every single moment. I don't need to 
be incredibly clever or incredibly insightful or incredibly loud or incredibly anything. I can just go up there and be honest and genuine and real in how I'm feeling. And if there's some weird energy in the room, to call it. If the energy is awesome, to call it. If someone says something, to respond without a, an attack, so to say, but more a uh, a relevant, in-the-moment comment. And all of this has has been so useful and it's it's been really eye-opening i i've i've found something of a platform to build on and it feels really great it feels uh like progress i feel like i've moved out of this lull which i was in which was just going over my tried and tested material not changing much occasionally bringing in new jokes but going through this methodological approach of okay so I'm going to get up I'm going to say this is my opener then I'm going to say this and then if they do laugh I'll do this if they don't I've got that to save and blah 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 and just this all of these preconceived ideas of how I expected the set to go um, you know there's a time and a place for that perhaps when you're very very new but once you're feeling more comfortable up there, why not just allow yourself to to let go, just to let go of all of that? I've worked hard on these bits and these jokes. Some of them do pretty well most of the time. So they're all sitting there. I've got them. They're, they're in the back pocket. There's no reason that I have to pull them out straight away and just kind of blast the audience with what I think works. Right now, I've moved away from that, which uh, feels good. I don't know where this is going to go in the next few years, and I'm sure things will keep developing left and right. But for now, it's feeling really good. And I'd say I probably had my favorite ever set the other day, where I very loosely, it was a longer set, I had like 15 minutes, and it was a very loose, uh, open time. There was ups and downs, great moments, and it had a kind of a flow through from start to finish. Um, it's it's one that I'm I'm pretty proud of, you know. And the, I I, don't, I wouldn't say that often. There's a lot of shows where I think, God, I was terrible. That was bad. Could have done so much better. You know, again, it's that negative thinking. I don't know many comedians uh, who I perform with that love their sets. You know, this it's not very common. Um, everyone is very critical about themselves, perhaps even more so than they are with other people. So uh, to feel like you've you've had a decent one or one that you can kind of uh, you you can look back on and see a lot of progress has that's been really really great um what else i've uh, i've been finally able to book a trip to go back to see my family it's been 3 years since i saw anyone from my family which is a really long time um i'd in terms of how often we would see each other before um I'm not going to celebrate until I'm literally on the plane flying there, but everything is booked, so I'm very, very excited about that. I mentioned this again on a previous episode. This is a little bit of a follow-up and an update that uh, it's really been qu quite a significant part of my life that's missing, just being able to talk to my mum and my, my, you know, my family and just to kind of share what I've been up to and really look at them in the eyes and feel their presence and, you know, 
no one is getting any younger. So it's it's just important to to keep these connections going. And it's been very hard to do that just 100% digitally over the last few years, which is, again, something to be super grateful about that we can do it. But it's by no means a replacement for the real thing. I'm really, really looking forward just to hugging everyone, feeling their presence and uh, sharing all the weird and wonderful stuff that's been happening over the last few years. So um, if you're someone out there who's not able to see your family for whatever reason because of the current restrictions or for whatever reason, just hang in there. And I really, really hope that you'll be able to do that soon. I really think that being able to go home and to a place where you were when you were younger, if it's either the same house that you grew up in or the house of a family member where you visited many times, it's really useful to do that, to go back to that place and to, uh, to quote one of my absolute heroes and legends, Joey Diaz, one of the funniest men alive, uh, stand-up comedian. He says it's really vital to go back and to reset your compass. Once in a while, you got to go back and just defrag the hard drive and just take stock and take a moment. Everything is so wild and crazy at the moment in terms of work and, uh, you know, all of the stuff that's going on around the world. Uh, You know, I personally have a lot of shit on my plate that does get overwhelming sometimes. It's very useful to pull yourself away from it on occasion and just hang out with people who don't know what's going on. They don't have the the same exact situation as you. Um, it gives you perspective. It allows you to, to breathe and to have a moment, to let it sit. So I'm really, really excited about that. And I will definitely be updating on how that goes and what's, uh, what's going on there. The next thing I wanted to talk about is, I think this is also kind of related to what I mentioned previously in this episode, and I've definitely talked about this kind of stuff uh, before, but I've had this feeling ongoing throughout my life, and I think it's something that's relatively common. I've spoken to this with a few different people, and they've said, yep, I, I also feel that way, or I've had times in my life where I felt that way. And it's that feeling you have when you feel like the people around you are looking at you and, for lack of a better word, judging you. I'm not necessarily saying judging you negatively, but just that you are a significant part of the room when you walk into it and there's a lot of people in there. And uh, I have had this feeling on and off, you know, more intensely at times uh, throughout my life where it feels like the people around me are, you know, I'm quite observant and I'm quite uh, empathetic as a person. So I can, I have an idea of when people are thinking. I can watch and see people ruminating and kind of, uh, you know, ideas sparking in their minds. I'm I'm a good judge of that. I can see that. I think that's also 
related to performing stand-up, when you're looking around and you see this big group of people, it's easy to see who are the people that are vibing with you and who are the people that are, you know, not finding you interesting or funny and who's who's paying attention, who's not, who's thinking, who's, uh, you know, laugh laughing either internally or like kind of giggling and of course people who are laughing out loud you can see that but you can you start to kind of calibrate quite a good judgment of what everyone in the room is is feeling um and even before I started performing I used to have this feeling that uh I I I think it's a fact that I could actually see that people were formulating ideas in their mind I'm quite good at reading that but the the feeling that I have that's inaccurate, the one that's not necessarily helpful and the one that's somewhat hindering at times is the idea that people are ruminating and thinking about you. This idea that I get sometimes is I'm walking around and the people who are around me, if even if they just glance in my direction or if I just sense that they're looking towards me or looking at me or if it's very obvious that they're looking at me for whatever reason, I have this this feeling, this kind of inner um, anxiety that pops up of like, wow, I wonder what the narrative is that they are painting of me in their mind. Which is a crazy thought, right? It's not, it's so not a useful thing to think. First of all, what always helps me in that moment to remember if I'm feeling those uh, those anxieties for whatever reason um, is that I like when someone else walks into the room that I'm in and I'm one of the people that is now observing the person who's just walked in the room. Even if I look over and have a, a thought about the person or I make a, a, a mental note about who they are, what they look like, what they're wearing, whatever it is. Any Anything that I'm thinking about that person. Oh, it looks like a friend. It looks like my old uh, teacher. Um, oh, never seen that person before. Oh, this person just got a fresh haircut. Whatever it is, whatever the thought is that you have in your head, a fleeting thought might pass by when, when someone walks in a room and then it's gone. And then you turn your head again, you go back to your phone, you look around, you look to the left, whatever that person could easily feel like I just looked over and did a big judgment on them. And now my whole reality is based on thinking what they're doing now that they're in the room. And that that to me would be such a silly thing to assume because I know as the person who's thinking those thoughts or who's experiencing those thoughts coming through my mind, that that's not the case, that it's just a passing thing and it only happened because they walked into the room. And even if I looked at that person more than once while they're in the room, it doesn't mean that what they're doing, that that anything about what I think about what they're doing matters or that it's relevant or that they should care about it or that they should even know about it or think about it. And you see this a lot. You see people just walk into places and kind of just get on with it and not, not worry about what's going on. And that's me most of the time. But sometimes I do feel this little anxiety when there's a lot of people in the room and I feel like there's some eyes on me, which again is ironic considering I'm a, a stand-up comedian. And I do that, um, you know, in part for a living and I'm, I'm up there on stage with all the eyes on me. But it's a, context a contextual thing. You know, that's that's a time when you expect that and it's part of the deal. And I'm actually quite, quite good at that. I'm quite uh, comfortable with that. This one is like the silly anxiety thing. And another thing that hugely helped me about that was 
I had this moment once where I was, I was, you know, in my head about that and I was feeling kind of uh, weird about it and so on. And then I don't know if it was because I had had a spiritual experience, for lack of a better word. I'll let you guys uh, think about what that might be. Um, but I had this moment where suddenly that feeling, that anxiety feeling of what are they thinking? What are they saying? I realized that, it, again, it stems from my, my childhood. It, it stems from a time where I wanted to fit in, where I wanted to be liked, and I cared a lot about what other people thought. And uh, that's not necessarily how I feel now. That's not how I operate now. But there's a, a, a reminiscent, there's a, a, a part that is still there that's kind of just this sort of... Uh, old school software that's that's never really been updated and it's still just sitting there in its in its tiny little form and it crops up but i had this thought of imagine you know if all goes well i'll live to be an old man here on this plane whatever this existence is this physical body at some point will be an old man i will be an old man sitting there thinking about my life and i had a moment where I thought about being in a care home or in a uh, assisted living home or whatever it is the situation when I'm older and unable to take care of myself and sitting there in a bed or on a chair or something completely alone, door shut, isolated from everyone, perhaps feeling somewhat lonely, perhaps feeling somewhat pensive about life and then feeling that exact same sensation that I was feeling in the present day, in the moment, that feeling of being judged or that, that people are looking and, oh my God, what do they think? And, oh my goodness me, what what is the narrative that I'm, I'm in their lives? And da, da, da. all of those un, unnecessary, not useful thoughts, imagine, I imagined them coming in when I, when I am this older guy in the care home. When I'm in a moment in the future as this older guy in the care home, knowing that those thoughts are meaningless because no one is judging me, no one cares because I'm in a care home and I'm alone and I'm lucky if anyone ever speaks to me, let alone looks at me, let alone judges me, let alone thinks anything about me, positive or negative. You know, I'm in that scenario, I'm a, a, a lonely older dude who's just in a care home, yet those feelings will maybe still be present. So that made me feel so secure in the moment to understand that these feelings just come and go regardless of your life situation. I had times as a kid where those thoughts and feelings perhaps served me or I felt that they served me and therefore they're in my psyche, they're deep in there. It doesn't mean that I have to act on them, it doesn't mean that they mean anything, it doesn't mean that they dictate who I am or how I am now, but it's possible that they crop up. And you just have to know that. You just have to be aware of it and understand like, yep, this is that feeling. Allow it to pass and uh, usurp it or, you know, overcome it by remembering that they are just feelings. And actually everything is cool. And actually no one gives a fuck what I'm doing or who I am. And if they do, for better or worse, judge me. It's absolutely none of my opinion, none of my business. It's got nothing to do with me. And uh, 
we are all just passing fleeting moments in someone else's existence at best. So it's it's not useful to allow that to be a big thing in your present day. And thinking about the, those moments, perhaps in the future when I'm alone and then suddenly feel those judgment feelings and then to realize like, well, finally I realize that now I'm in this, I'm this old man in a care home and those feelings are still here. So maybe I shouldn't have worried about them for my whole life and give myself more grief than I needed to because life is hard enough. So um, that's something that really has helped me recently. And I hope that if anyone is out there listening and you think about what other people think about you or you feel judged about stuff or you feel like you you question whether you should go to things because you, you're worried about having, you know, too many people talking to you or having their eyeballs on you. You know, that, that's much more extreme than my um, my situation, but I empathize with you and just remember and try to put yourself in the position of thinking these are just feelings these are just residual feelings from a time where I was less secure and less happy and less fulfilled and I had less meaning in my life I can always lean on the fact that all of those things are better now and yeah that's that's basically the end of the thought so with that, we've come to the end of the episode. It's absolutely flown by for me. Uh, I hope that this has been something useful for someone out there. I want to, again, just end the show by saying uh, that this is not a show where I claim to know the answers to anything. This is not someone who is trying to, to, to sound intelligent or to sound perfect or correct. I'm, I'm bearing it all to you guys. I'm being open and honest and there are times when you might think I'm somewhat neurotic and anxious. There are other times when you might think I come across as confident and open. So it's it's a mix of both. I'm, I'm both of those things. Um, I know that from the personality test that I've plugged for free many times. It's called www.understandmyself.com. Absolutely amazing personality test. It takes like 20 minutes and you get a really good insight into your personality in terms of the big five uh, personality types, big five aspect scale, I think it's called. Um, and uh, I know that I, I made up from both of those uh, uh, factors, largely. And my whole purpose of this, this uh, podcast is not to say, you know, here's the way that you need to do things, or I'm not, I'm not a motivational coach or anything like that. I'm just sharing my thoughts on a lot of these subjects and these things that are cropping up in my life. Um, sometimes they're deeper analyses of uh, bigger subjects and what I'm studying about them, what I'm thinking about them, and also sharing the research and uh, insights from people who've spent their lives researching these things, you know, boots on the ground researchers and all these different topics. And then other times it's more light and it's me talking about the things that are actually happening to my every day and how it feels and how things are going and what what challenges I'm overcoming. And the whole purpose of this is, again, not to tell you how to do things or what to do or what to feel or anything like that. It's just sharing my experience and my thoughts and my uh, the things that I've learned and my understandings with the view that hopefully someone can get some value from this and then apply that type of thinking into their life. The kind of uh, introspective analysis, outward analysis, 
thinking about what you really want from your life, thinking about things like meaning and thinking about ancient history, where we come from, who we are, who you are, what what you're doing that's good, what you're doing that's bad, and essentially just sparking this conversation and, uh, you know, hopefully empowering people <coughs> to feel like they can have these conversations and they can question things and do what this show says on the tin, which is question this life. So <clears throat> with all that said, all that's left to do is to thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it that you're on this podcast and you're part of the crew. It's amazing. So get involved. Please don't forget to please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, do all of those wonderful things wherever you found this podcast. It's everywhere. It's on all of the different podcast platforms. So no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter how you found it, please show some love on the platforms. It would be hugely helpful. And thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Catch you soon. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com, as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and get involved.